0: Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA. And I feel like I'm a little loud this. Week. Whoa, let me let me fix that up a little bit. It surprised me last week too. Hello, hello. There we go. That feels a little better. Uh, John Chachilla is with us in the studio. Back after his travels. Thank you, Brian Crawford, for filling in last week. Go check out pghmuseums.org. But he's here. Like I said, big, big international star. We're a John country,
1: country-wide traveler. Country-wide traveler, I back went in. He flew in la- from last week. From I went here- Pittsburgh, in- Chicago, Redmond, Redmond, L.A., Charlotte. Whoa,
0: Pittsburgh. you like did the you rounded the country in like seventy-two hours? In seventy-two hours, I left.
1: I, I flew out of Pittsburgh on s- the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. My flight was at like noon, Oof. um, and then I flew back tuesday night on like an uh eight what was it seven thirty eight o'clock out of redmond around the world jeez um and then landed back in pittsburgh at 11 plane switches or staying 11. on the plane no plane switches Oof, i don't know which is terminals worse. the whole thing la was la was a rough i felt like that was the roughest um not from a rush perspective but from a how you get from terminal to terminal? Oh, you actually had to go to a different terminal in L.A. Yeah, and it was on, via bus. Like yeah. it was via bus inside the
0: airport. Oh, like, really? I didn't think it you was gonna weird. get I didn't think you could get. Well, I only do Southwest, and there are only one terminal. So okay, that mine was different. actually
1: I think American Airlines, and it was stretched across cool. two terminals. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, yeah. They probably have a connector. Wow. Well, um, I'm, well, I'll get enough of that here in a few months here, Chilla. <laughs> so, some international travel in my near future. International? Well, international. Well, Canada. Ah. <laughs> North of Toronto, I think I'm going. Anywho, uh, this is the Awesome Cast. You can check out everything at awesomecast.com. Producer Mister, Missy is here. Keeping things, uh, uh, we did not hook up our microphone though, because we we're recording some other stuff. Uh, but <laughs> go check out everything, awesomecast.com. Email us, awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. We're basically, we'll hit you up and say hi and stuff. Uh, tweet us at awesomecast. Facebook us, awesomecast on the uh, Facebook page. And we have a great group where uh, there's a lot of great conversations and stories being shared throughout the week. And uh, also, we, um, also uh, we, we, I ask chilla questions about things I'm going to buy. it's a thing that happens so it's my it's my personal tech support um and you guys can be a part of that too subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app and watch video versions on facebook and youtube you can share from there and you can also ask your uh, speak of home automation that we were just recording our christmas eve uh, edition about uh you can ask your google home and your google music uh podcast and uh, amazon echo to play your awesome cast on TuneIn, and here's a fun thing I do. Here's a little tip for you: um, I say a, I set up a Good Morning G, and uh, I say, "Hey, Good Morning," mm-hmm. and uh, it'll play. It'll tell me the weather, tell me what's on my calendar, and I'll play a podcast of my choice every day. And uh, you can set your awesome cast on there or latest episode of whatever on there and that
1: that's you should a, definitely be playing you definitely the awesome cast. It. On there. Definitely be awesome cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you set it up where it like has a specific podcast that's, each day?
0: That's, well yeah, that's what I'm wondering too, because I set up a daily like a daily tech one mm-hmm. and I'm just like, well, what do I do if I listen to like multiple every day? You know, that's that's maybe that's an if this then that we can set up or something. Or does
1: it know like if you're listening with the, the Google Music app, or, does it know you've finished that or it can start where you left the off? the answer is you can just subscribe
0: to the Sorgatron Media Master Feed. Then you got a great Sorgatron Media podcast like every day. There you go. Basically every day. Mostly every day you got something new. Whether it's us, Wrestling Mayhem Show, Fishing Without Bait, our friends at Thrifty Podcast, Bardic Mystery Tour, Old Pittsburgh Sports in the chat room representing right now. Uh, you can do that too uh also every tuesday we are here live except for over the holiday break on facebook live for the awesome cast 7 p.m eastern time and if you're catching us on one of those other outlets uh please hop over to the facebook live if you're with us live right now or if we're on the replay feed or somewhere else you can uh uh, you can hit us up and, and tell us what you think about what we're talking about on the show uh tweet us at awesome cast with the hashtag ac uh 474 Thank you, audio partners, 405 Media, the405media.com, and postindustrial.com, helping spread the awesome cast through their platforms as well. Thank you so much. And thank you to our Patreon support. Supporters at Patreon.com slash Awesome Cast, at the Coffee Club $5 level, our friends Matt Weller, John Diggy DeGore, and John Carmen. At the Fan of the Show $1 level, Michael Fedor and BGHMuseums.org. Thank you so much, guys, <coughs> for supporting the show. You guys can too at Patreon.com slash Awesome Cast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. Chilla, you, you mentioned Redmond. And, of course, you had to find and uh, play, play play with some toys while you're out there, right?
1: Yeah, so they actually have... Um, so we went to the Executive Briefing Center, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you At you're, Microsoft, yeah, let's at, clarify. Uh, yeah, at Microsoft. Um, Microsoft's campus in Redmond is like a town. Um, mm-hmm. Over 100 buildings. Um, Just like I imagined when I watched Antitrust? Pro- bigger much bigger um over a hundred buildings um they have multiple banks <laughs> on, site. on site on uh, site they have they have multiple banks on site they have like an outdoor store like an almost like a mini r e i if you've ever been in an r e i um they have like their wireless store that has like all the carriers in there Mm-hmm they have but no longer m- Windows mobile no there's no, i don't no i don't nope. think so unfortunately maybe maybe they have like an homage they well here the so, phone that was so funny now i wish i, I should have sent you these pictures so they have a museum really so i have a picture here i'm going to send you this one too um if i can find it real quick uh, to, to explain how big the campus is i'm going to send you this oh and live airplay on the show sorry about this and this um so to explain how big the campus is and their their concern with people's health um they were worried about their employees drinking too much sugar filled pop mm-hmm. or even sugar free pop they worked with a local um, vendor that now makes them their own all-natural energy drink. <laughs> no way! <laughs> um, so yes, you can. F- that is that is um, special just for Microsoft. It's called Talking Rain Fusion, and this is a pomegranate
0: blueberry edition. Mm-hmm. It's an energy water. Uh, let's see: caffeine, B vitamins, antioxidants, zero calories, non-carbonated. Yep. Oh, huh. it, it was pretty tasty too.
1: Oh. Um you're literally drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes. And then <laughs> now now pick up the so in the museum mm-hmm. if you there's a picture of I think the original mm-hmm. prototype Xbox.
0: This is the one that Bill Gates uh showed off at the first like uh uh press conference, right? Yep. Well, the one where the Xbox is actually in the shape of a giant X. Mhm.
1: They have an they have like an old school wow. Mac SE like the all-in-one Mac, oh, it was real really small. It had like the nine-inch black and white uh-huh. with an. Uh, I don't know if the discs, the, the three and a half-inch floppies are in there, but with the Mac Office for Mac. Oh, like why do they have a boxed, Mac in there? Box stuff. Um, okay, they have a whole area back in the back that's all live streaming. There are people um, green screened on campus. Just doing live Twitch recordings, they're paid employees. Wow. Um, wait, Twitch or Mixer? I'm sorry, Mixer. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, so guys. they have
0: people in house doing mixer streams that help just propel that, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well they've um, also had what was that, Channel Nine or something that they used to do?
1: That was like the in-house like It was like their in-house TV broadcasting yeah, yeah. public access. Um But uh one of the things we got to go to was they have like a Innovation center. Mm-hmm. Um, so where that's where I got to wear the Hololens, and they showed where you know you could throw on the Hololens, and if you were there, he is. wanted there he to is fix right something. Um, that looks a lot, lot cooler, cooler than so you. Yeah, if you and I was impressed with how big the viewable area is. If you go to the uh, other so one, it's you me take fixing a so motor. Way.
0: I love that we can see. You. And I, thank you for doing these in motion uh, yes. pictures, by the way, because I can press on it and you can, can see you, you, you taking a picture of yourself so behind you on the screen. Mm-hmm. So here's another one where you're looking at a motor that's sitting in the yeah. corner. Um,
1: and I was actually kind of going through the instruction manual on how to fix it, yeah. mm-hmm. and it actually was in front of me three dimensionally, and I could kind of walk around it. There were buttons I could press and I could mm-hmm. pull the gears out. It was super cool. Yeah. Um, the other one was they had kind of so they, what they do all over the Innovation Center is they have like an area that's in, industrial, and that was kind of like to take apart the engine with the HoloLens. Mm-hmm. They have an area that's um, video game focused, where there was like a guy on the green screen and they had a bunch of mixer stuff and they had all that on display they had an area that was like a doctor and a hospital doctor's office they had an area that was a you know their vision of the future of like a coffee shop and that's where if you go to the table and I'm I'm playing on the table um you could go up and order something tables like this at it airports. would dispense a little hockey puck that was representative of Tables a cup of like coffee. At um, mm-hmm. When you put it down on that table, it would identify Tables like where this it was. At airports. It could track you around the store. So if you went into an area you weren't supposed when to be in, waitress um, when um, if, it would alarm uh, when trying to get to our next um time.
0: It was it, waitress it just... When, uh,
1: this is kind of their next, next step. Like This Tables is all like this fully functional. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do this. They actually had a mock-up of a Kroger's in the corner. Where they had product on the shelves and they could actually the if you see where Best Buy now has like all of their pricing is on that little L C D that they can update magically remotely. Oh, I haven't seen much of that actually. So it's like a it almost looks like a E Oh wait, no I have, yeah. It's an EX screen. Okay. Um so that's all I mean, no one's walking around to flip those things around, right? Mm-hmm. They're just, mm-hmm. just sending data down to it they actually had those up and then they actually had under the things like they had, a, it was a things of chips and there was probably a four inch high banner at the bottom of each shelf. And it was, they could run advertising across it. They could do all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um So that was pretty cool. And, and they, they told me I was allowed to talk about this and promote it. So Um, this, this is not some super big secret. Um, I don't know how you actually get invited to there as part of the public, but, um, it was a super cool experience. Um, just seeing, you know, all of the things in there are partnerships that they've created and they've actually, they kind of, it's from my understanding, they they either do it right there on site or in kind of like an offsite location. They mock everything up for the company, prove it out, like mm-hmm. the Kroger kind of concept. Mm-hmm. They prove it out, and then that company rolls it out. So, I mean, people have seen this This exists somewhere. So, we don't have Kroger so, here so this, it, is, so, this is something
0: that, you know, you know and you're, you're there on behalf of Big Bank International, yes. right? So you, it's kind of come here, see what we're working on. Maybe we can work with your giant company to implement something like this with you in a partnership
1: you know as a vendor or whatever whatever angle that is that I makes mean the, sense the, right so the cart from the NFL and the mm-hmm. whole NFL thing was over in one of the corners you could play with the cart you could play with the tele I'm, prop- not, I'm it. not familiar with I've been watching football this season what are they doing because I remember well, this so has the been, been around for a while so okay. the NFL uses surface um yeah yeah it's a Microsoft partnership oh. yeah um the coaches the um players, referees, whatever, they all have surface tablets. They have a large cart that's used to keep the devices charged, keep them powered up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, depending on where they're at in what game, um the cart actually has like heating and air conditioning <laughs> built into it to make sure that the ambient temperature inside the cart is correct. Um keeps them charged, keeps them synced. Um, all of that kind of stuff. So they and then they use it as as a telecaster, like telestrator, where you can like circle like a a player and draw the lines and make pretty pictures. Um, and they had that whole setup in one of the corners. They had a thing, and I'm guessing it's kind of like a Top Golf. If you've ever been to a Top Golf, mm-hmm. um, I it's think all, some
0: people in the chat are familiar with that place. But it's
1: all virtual, mm-hmm. so. They have you tee up like you go over and you get a golf club and you put your golf ball down um, and you swing the golf club and hit the golf ball and it slams into a um, screen Mm -hmm. that has the picture of the fairway and the ball then take the video then takes over and shows you where your ball went and tracks the trajectory then from the sides, so the golf balls have all these little lines all over them. They play it back at like 100, 100 frames per second. So you can see your complete form. It can measure the spin of the ball, how fast the ball was moving, like all of this information about what just happened. Super, super cool.
0: So you got to go to the Microsoft Playground for a while.
1: Uh, yeah, that tour was probably about an yeah. uh, about an hour. You get about an hour in there, huh? Um, very, very cool.
0: That's awesome. Well, while you were there, I was uh, watching television uh, last night, or I guess two nights ago. I watched it last night or yesterday, or yeah, it was last night. I don't know what day is this. Is it Christmas Eve yet? Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> I got to get, I got to uh, catch up on the finale of uh, Silicon Valley. I won't play this because I'm sure we'll get taken down by Time Warner. Um, and it's oh geez, what was it? Seven seasons they did this thing. No, it wasn't even seven. Six seasons. Um, and how much of
1: Silicon Valley have you been watching? I watched like summer season one, and mm-hmm. then I'll be honest with you, I I lost track of it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things I know I'm going to get back to one it's, day. It's nice because it's are not long episodes, so I, it, I have HBO to go. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be one of those this summer. Now that all the seasons are there, mm-hmm. um, I can just watch it end to end. While there is nothing new coming to TV.
0: well, it was always like interesting because we watched it, and I remember, you know, I think the first season they ended with the um, oh tech is it the K- TechCrunch um, conference or something, the pitch fest that they do, and I was like, this feels like a pitch thing that I've witnessed, like I've been, you know, either seen online or seen here in Pittsburgh at these demo days and everything, and it, it just continued to grow and everything. Um, so it, it was really, it was really, it was, a, it was a fun series for that. Plus it's Mike judge. And I love the one conversation I was, I was, I was listening to on a podcast was, you know, basically one of the reasons they're ending it is, um, the real life has kind of superseded this. Mm. <laughs> like the, the industry has gotten, um, a little crazier than what the series is doing. Like there was a lot of stuff this, this year about ethics and technology and everything. So it's getting kind of heavy, but mm. in that fun, Mike judge way. Um, so, it, it it's kind of an interesting thing to see that path and that startup path and that glorified, you know, starting up in a garage thing and how far it goes uh, kind of situation. So um, it just uh, it was a cool tech thing that I, I feel kind of got big. I felt like there was a lot of pretenders. I mean, we've seen like Silicon Valley reality shows since. Right. Mm-hmm. That have been really, really, really horrible.
1: <laughs> i thought they did an amazing job that when i did when i did catch i think i caught most of the first season
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then i can't remember what it was something else came on the air there's only so many hours i have per week for yeah yeah for content
0: yeah. game of thrones or something um, right yeah so uh, so pour one out for silicon valley and ended i think it ended on a pretty high note for the most part um and now that it's again all of it's on hbo it's six seasons um and those range from like i don't know six to ten episodes each probably Mm-hmm. So um, we're checking out, and uh, you can probably binge that in a you know weekend pretty easily at this point. So, um, so it, it's one of the things that I've looked forward to, and and it it sucks because it is only like six or seven episodes I think was this season, and uh, it and uh, it really kind of hit on all the all the notes for that. So um, I don't know if anybody else is watching that still. <laughs> uh steve's going off about the nfl can't still get can't get the calls right after seeing the super slow-mo replays on the tablets
1: <laughs> so. no i'm sure i mean there will always be it's still an interpretation mm-hmm. so
0: oh boy uh anyways
1: Hey, you know what? It was a great
0: experience and does not have a finale. Our friends at Slice on Broadway supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza here right up the street here in, I almost said Dormont. No, Beachview, uh, as well as Carnegie, PA, East End and PNC Park home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can check check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com. It's how we feel our Tuesday nights for podcast night here on the Awesome Cast and the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Thank you so much for our friends at Slice on Broadway for supporting the show with uh, some awesome pizza. So go check them out, man. Thank you. Thanks to them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chachi is still playing video games. That's your weekly update. There's <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> no surprise there. He is still deep in the NES games. I have a feeling the biggest list is probably <laughs> NES games. He's hitting up Load Runner. He's hitting up Lemmings. I've been playing. Oh, yeah. like Lemmings. I, I re- recently rediscovered it. Mission Impossible Two, or no, Impossible Mission Two. Which never, I never understood if it was a sequel to Impossible, Mission Impossible or what, but uh, <laughs> or just I never heard of the first one. Like I said he's doing the Dragon Quest and everything, uh, so always want to give him a shout out. He's doing some good writing over there at thegamejourney.com. dot com. So uh, I'll roll along with him. It's <laughs> I know I know he's he's hitting it deep when I, I I see his I see his social media and there's just a picture of his laptop and Nintendo controller and like like wine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good night for him. Uh let's see. Uh over on the Awesome Cast group, I know you guys are sharing some things throughout the week here. Dave Potter of the Tiny Shutter Podcast, Prof Pod on the Twitter. Uh, uh woof. Are you ready for your cheese grater? Have you priced out a cheese grater yet, Chilla? I got your the 50, dream? I got
1: the fifty two thousand dollar one.
0: You got the fifty-two thousand dollar one? This is the Mac Pro. You can finally order it. Wait, is it finally ordered or is is about to? I think you can is, pre-order. I think you can pre-order as of today. Like you oh can I don't think God. you can go to the store. So you can at least configure it. You can configure the um, so there's the rack version, and then there's the straight up and down version with those even more cheese gratery uh, look to it. Starting at fifty five ninety nine and zero cents. Just to clarify, let's see what we can do. We can uh, configure this guy. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, We are starting with a 3.5 gigahertz 8-core Intel ZNW processor, 32 gigs of RAM, Radeon Pro, uh, 256 gigabytes of uh, SSD. All that, and you still only get a quarter terabyte. Wow. Oh, boy. But you get a Magic Mouse. I am, okay.
1: So in that keyboard, so I I guarantee you, I'll be really interested to see, Hmm. based on the... the, um, the, the lowest possible price for the device. Mm-hmm. The keyboard is is a modified black keyboard. Okay, um, it's I think silver with black keys. So it's not black on black. It's not silver with white keys. It's silver with black keys. You know, and th- the only way to get that keyboard is with is this. with that device. So now it's those, an exclusive those thing. keyboards are going to be like three hundred, four hundred dollars. I, I I can I can are already you talking see on, eBay on eBay or like that people are gonna be like paying off their device with or helping to pay for part of the device Jeez. with like, with the keyboard and mouse
0: I'm looking it. at these options and there's there's a uh, twenty eight core chip processor that adds sixty three hundred dollars to that base price. Like effectively doubles more than doubles that base price. Yeah, you can also There's, get seven hundred sixty-eight gigabytes of RAM. Jeez, I
1: mean, you can bump the the graphics up to a two hundred or up to 120. How about another ten thousand
0: dollars for two Radeon Pro Vega two duos with two by thirty-two gigabytes
1: memory each? That's isn't that sixty? It's sixty-four, right? Because two by thirty-two per. Car, the way I read that was per card. Yeah. So, you're getting 128 gig of RAM on your video cards. <laughs> I mean, that's more than most people are getting in Oof. their entire computer. Um, what is an afterburner card? So, that's the one that allows you to do the improved compression okay, or just-in-time compression. Like, they were doing... During the um, demo, they were... And you'll know this better than I do. In Final Cut, mm-hmm. they were adding effects and motion to 8K video. Holy shit! <laughs> and doing like live preview while they worked. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! That would melt my MacBook. <laughs>
0: like yeah, and like, I have like a new MacBook. Like where you would have to the Afterburner zero.
1: card is dedicated to. Like, like final cut. Like uh, no, no. It's dedicated to like video compression, video and audio compression and uncompression or, or Jeez. whatever. It is. Like they had what's the what's their sound studio? Not Garage Band. Uh, Lo- logic? logic. Yeah. Like they had logic with like mm-hmm. like, uh, like a hundred, like a two hundred and fifty-six channel orchestra. <sighs> like and it probably, was just probably all thirty-two bit.
0: Because uh, I I know that over work hard they got one of those nicer uh, next up zooms where they just record everything in 32 bit. You don't have to worry about anything peeking out because you got plenty of headroom Yeah. To do whatever the hell you want with each track. So it's it's it is like the 4K of uh, audio compression. Yeah, that, that afterburner Jeez. accelerator
1: car is too grand alone.
0: Offloads the decoding of ProRes and ProRes RAW video codecs. Yeah, that's because we we do um, we do uh, lower end ProRes as our recording on our uh, ninjas when we do live switches, and that's why I bring in just for you know post edit and we throw the graphics in, you know, do that, and we're just doing 1080, like we're not. <laughs> we're like they not were having, pushing this, 8K. They are like, capable live editing. Yeah, yeah. So and and they are hefty, hefty. I need 100 gigs. Of, I need actually I need probably 150 gigs per show to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Not to mention all the render outs and, and transcoding and and whatever else that it does. Jeez. Jeez. If you can afford this, you're doing something like that. Okay, if you're doing something like that, you can afford this thing. Right. You know, I know a lot of us kind of salivate and and kind of shake our heads at that cost, but it's just a it,
1: and if you look it works at, out. But it, but if you look at it specking out, mm-hmm. a 28 core Hold on, Zeon let me do processor. that.
0: Let me, let me see what that does to the cost. Let's see. Let's go and do that. You're doing that, and you're like, well, I, seven Ah, let's 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 go conservative. I only put three hundred and eighty-four uh, gigs of RAM in here. All right, we're only at seventeen thousand dollars. Ah, well, you know what? I only need. I only need. Uh, let's see, two of the lower end Vega duo duos. Or no, that's just one Vega Duo. I well, guess. you can put 1. Tera- yeah, 1.
1: 1.5 terabytes of RAM in that let's thing. Let's see, you'll do that thing
0: and then uh, afterburner card and we're at $25,000. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing.
1: But interestingly enough, I I think the comparable breakdown on this just based on like the Xeon isn't a chip you're going to get in a normal mm-hmm. desktop laptop. Hold on, I want to do
0: I want to do a math I went to do a math problem. We just had a video professional of sorts uh, walk into the studio. They just dropped my camera. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Hey, hey, how much do you think the new Mac Pro is for the base price? High-end video before you put in the card to do 8K effects on it. wait. What do you think Mac is going to be in charge for that thing? Four grand?
1: Try Six. That's a start. You didn't even get the $400 wheels to go on the bottom. No, of I didn't even get the
0: $400 wheels so I can wheel it across everything. That wasn't my camera that fell, was the, the, it? No, no, no. It
1: was a hairdryer. It was a hairdryer. Oh, good. The, <laughs> but the keyboard and the mouse are free. Oh, good. Oh, good.
0: <laughs> the ones that you can, you can pawn off on eBay for, for $400 a piece. There you go. Man, it's the most Apple to ever Apple. You know, good for them. You know, this makes up for being 2013 since we screwed up the Mac Pro. So yeah. From
1: from what I've seen... the you could, it maxes out at $52,599. Jeez. I think you may be able to get it higher than that if you go with the rack mount. Jeez.
0: Well, let me, let me go a little cheaper for something professional. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm considering this actually for a replacement here in the studio. You know, we, we have the black magic switcher. That's how we do a lot of this stuff, right? And, uh, but also I had to detach that thing and take it on the weekends when we do wrestling shows, MMA, other events. Um, you know, it's kind of a, modulated thing it's kind mm-hmm. of a pain in the, if, to me it's a pain in the butt to bring it back in here and plug everything back in right so but there is this thing that and and they were putting this over on mac break weekly last because week of as a, as a <coughs> perfect solution for chilla when you come when you when you say call into to me from studio c mm-hmm. um to studio chill if you will um like, you could plug this thing in and pull in, like, visuals from another camera, your phone, uh, uh, your computer, and send it here.
1: And I was very interested in this.
0: So, it's the ATEM, um, it's a Blackmagic ATEM uh, Mini. We have the uh, ATEM 4K production. We are capable of 4K, 4K here in the studio. Well, no, this, we I have none of the cameras of for it. And this maxes out of 1080, which a lot of you guys do in YouTube and Twitch. This actually looks like a really cool thing for that level of thing. And I'm actually looking at it may be enough to do what we do here in the studio, right? Because, uh, you know, the big thing for me is uh, SDIs for when we're putting cameras like 100 feet away and everything. But if everything is like right here, like this could be a nice little replacement for something like that.
1: And there's a complementary... Um, application for that device so it's funny that you I, I noticed you posted this and I'm like darn it I was going to bring that as something cool that I was hoping he hadn't seen before oh well Alex um, Lindsay
0: was talking about it last week so and I, and I've been and I didn't listen if, to Mac break week and I've been eyeing it for several weeks actually because I know it, it's kind of uh, been brought up oh, it has built
1: in green screening you yes. can actually color correct so, the screen so
0: the software the, the software they're talking about is the software that um, and I, I can't really pull it up here Um, but it's the, the ATEM control software. Um, and there's versions of this, like I've even done, like you can get a hardware unit that plugs into it, that, that does the hardware switching. That's the thing. This would be the buttons. Um, my only drawbacks on it, one, it's HDMI, which isn't a problem for most people, but on my end, it would be an issue. I'd have to get some, some adapters and things. It's also only four inputs. So you'd have to kind of do the math on what you do. And I can see us outgrowing that with some of the productions we do in the studio but still it's something that and, and here's the here's a killer app here that i think we, we're talking about this uh webcam out that's back there which mm-hmm. means that you can what well, i guess that's a usb out that will turn whatever you're switching into the computer currently i have my box and then i have another um 200 250 um, intensity shuttle usb 3 that the box plugs into to bring it into the computer to do what you see here. Mm -hmm. So this eliminates a lot of that and kind of folds it in. And it's running like the same kind of software that I'm used to on the higher end with things. So yeah, you can, it's not easy using this software. (laughs) We've done some picture in picture and it's not like in Wirecast. I could just pull in another source, bring it over here, but that's multiple things coming into the computer you know it offloads multiple cameras you know that's one big thing because we used to have all those webcams plugged into a computer when we used to do this show that meant that computer had to always process all of those webcams and offload that on the cpu the gpu and we would have problems Mm -hmm. like we have significantly less problems since there's a box down there that handles that right Mm -hmm. so um it's the atem mini it's uh, around three hundred dollars It is hard to get, I keep seeing it with like one left and there's like somebody selling it for $100 more on Amazon, like uh, Blackmagic's, like their yields are kind of low because this is professional hardware Mm -hmm. and if somebody like really wants to jump on it, um, a lot of people do and it it could be a little while before you get one. So something to eyeball there, Um, the ATEM Blackmagic Mini, uh, definitely definitely worthwhile, worth a look. So uh, let's see what else we got here. Well, first, before we get to some more stories, I want to give a shout out. Hey, we do some podcasting here, but we do some other production. Or sometimes we send Matt over here out <laughs> to get some some events. Uh, sidekick Media Services from Sporting Events Music Video Production. Just working on another one now with our friend Nick Ivan. Uh, to conferences and everywhere in between, the team at Sidekick Media Services has you covered as a sidekick to your superhero project. What next big thing can we help you with over at SidekickMediaServices.com get a little glimpse into some of the projects we've worked on over the last several years there all right uh chilla you still have your google glass that i that i traded you for um for a penny i do it was more than a penny it was a a pebble and an apple 3 i think we are now all these things are obsolete.
1: yeah it was a pebble and ipad 3 and and like a hundred (laughs) dollars
0: to sweeten the pot (laughs) so i'm just like deal um that's cool i paid fifteen hundred dollars for it so i felt i felt like i got a bit out of it well unfortunately google is ending support for the explorer edition of glass and i think this is on the heels i guess related story uh the uh sergey and larry are out at google they are retiring from google officially and i think everybody's killing all their glory projects with this so uh it's rolling out a final update for the wearable and then that's going to be it was the last time you picked that thing up?
1: Christopher was. Hmm? It's probably been a while. It's probably mm-hmm.
0: been. So I will once you three, were taking you were taking pictures. I think it was three years. It was okay. more of
1: the. Your it was it was back to the days of you're holding a kid, you're trying to hold a bottle, you're trying to do a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff, and you just want to be able to.
0: Be able to hands free some stuff.
1: Okay, glass. Take a picture, like all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I mean, that's back when the Xbox. I mean my entire world revolved around xbox controls being voice-based i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. xbox pause xbox mute xbox whatever um so yeah it's probably been two and a half three years he was probably i can't remember if he was two or three at christmas time when the last time i used that
0: jeez well, it was good. We had, I mean, we we did some stuff with it. We did some video with it, and it was a nice device for what 2013, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so they and they did, they did release a, an enterprise edition in 2017. They are going to continue to support that version. Um, I don't know if it's easy for you to acquire one at
1: this point because oh, I'm sure it? it's secondary market. Yeah, it's secondary and market. They're not going to su- support it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of driven off the app and the device, so. I'm guessing it'll work as long as you have it configured and it's mm-hmm. whatever. It can continue. Um, but they've already
0: killed off like Hangouts and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Like I really like the idea of Hangouts being a part of that. You know, I mean, we we plan to play with that a little But I like the idea that I guess our phones will do this now, but you could go to an event and POV stream that into like this show. Mm-hmm. right? Like we we kind of played with that a bit. Um, it's like like those kinds of things. So. I don't know. It's an end of an era there, but I mean, it really kind of begot. Like, now you have your Google Home to talk to instead of this and and everything. Like, most of the things other than that camera being on your face and a screen being on your face have kind of been replaced.
1: Yeah, and I I liked it mainly for the the camera aspect. I know um, having the cards there, caller ID, Mm -hmm. current temperature, or weather forecast, that kind of stuff was cool. For me, it was more of, and I feel like, Even Google had for a while the camera you could put up in the corner of the room and would randomly take pictures for events. Um, The amount of wearable cameras and everything else we have today. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there's any screens yet that are kind of in the corner of your peripheral vision and view no um that we can find but i'm sure it's only a matter of say,
0: time i think, say a lot of it um i only really mentioned smartwatches. i feel like it was a precursor to that for at least my use of base mm-hmm. you know like have the messages right there it's like while well, it's now it's glanced down my rinsed and it's the same thing it's taken off the phone so tell me about my mac mini getting turned into a workstation man i wish my old mac mini still worked
1: so did you see that? so this is this is definitely for the new mac mini only because mm-hmm. um, it's based on the ports on the back of the device okay um did I give you the? No, no, because I didn't stop by yet. Because you didn't stop by, um, so it's it. I'm sure the Mac Mini slides into this, and all of the ports in the Mac Mini slide into like port replicators in the back. But it it turns it's a docking station for a Mac Mini,
0: which kind of kills the idea of the size of a Mac Mini.
1: Right, but it allows you to add to. So we're just, we just got off talking about the the Mac Pro, mm-hmm. right? Um, it allows you to add two graphics cards oh and an s s i d or s s d drives to a mac mini mm-hmm. which a mac mini is kind of the sealed hey, you get what you get mm-hmm. and don't fret about it um so i mean if you look at some of the benchmarks um of you know they they put two vegas in here <laughs> um the the benchmarks there's two PCIe expansion slots um and then i think there's slot for um four um SSDs and it's using actually like the the memory stick the M2 mm-hmm. flash so it's not like you're putting an SSD drive in there it's more of insert the the chip and screw it in kind of thing um, it has an SD card reader um, and additional ports in the back.
0: Damn, that thing launched fast in the video. <laughs>
1: Holy crap. Yeah, so I thought it was a pretty cool concept. Um, they're looking to raise 660 k by January 19th.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a Kickstarter. Yep. Okay.
1: Um, let's see what the... The Kickstarter price nine hundred and nineteen dollars, which will be thirty five percent off.
0: Go hmm. check it that out. That's a that's a. I mean, if you want to put more money in the graphic cards than like the CPU, I guess that would make sense for you mm-hmm. um, to adapt. Hey, I got a Mac Mini, and I could use more power. Like that, that seems like the use case for something like this.
1: Like for the um, so here's their version of a full tilt option. If you pledge. $3,417. You get the docking station, two Radeon RX 5700, 5700 XT cards, four 2-terabyte SSD drives for a total of 8 terabytes, and they'll get a T in May.
0: Hmm. Well, while we're on like uh, uh, computers and operating systems, tell me what Microsoft and Linux are doing. They're playing nice together again.
1: So a lot of the news has been, hey, we're bringing... The Linux subsystem to Windows, you're going to be able to load a Bash shell. You're going to be able to load Windows different flavors. It's a pretty of heavy developer stuff. Yeah, basically. definitely heavy developer stuff. Um, today, they announced, or it finally hit. Uh, I think preview. Um, they delivered the Microsoft Teams Office application to Linux, so it's the first office app. So
0: there's like Slack for office. Yes. Right.
1: Um, so I've used a number of, um, persistent chat applications, if you will. Mm hmm. Um, all the way back to Google wave, all the way back to Google. <laughs> wave. Um, even for some current gen ones, I will say Slack is, is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, the teams the way Teams organizes things maybe just makes more sense in my head Mm -hmm. and the way I track things. The other thing the way even on mobile that I'm not a huge fan of the way Slack kind of indents and hides replies and whatnot. Um and I have to drill into a conversation and then drill back out. I presume your work life is is has a little more deeper Slack uh, uh, integration than our
0: Sorgatron Media one yeah, does. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't.
1: We, so we're we we do not use either right now. Um, yeah. We have to use something that's on premise, mm-hmm. um, with and not cloud based. Um, so it's you can only imagine what that's like. But um, kind of like uh, a, a one, one group I work with is using Riot. As yeah, an you were server. talking yeah, yeah, we were yeah. talking about right and you can kind of build your own server, roll your own. Yeah, yeah. Um and through like a matrix or something. Yeah. yeah. Not
0: um, the matrix, let me just clarify that right now
1: before you hear that in the chat room. If you provide us with $500 on Patreon, we will come and install the matrix in your <laughs> office. Yes. Um Not the matrix, but an A matrix. Um no, but yeah, kind of kind of that concept. Um, from a regulated perspective, we have to be able to capture conversations and keep mm-hmm. retain them for certain periods of time and whatnot. I, I really like Teams. I'm very impressed based on the fact that it can do, and it's an all-in-one, right? It's not like Slack. You can plug in Zoom or you can plug in WebEx or you can plug in this, that, or the other. This is all Microsoft. This is all Microsoft all the way through. So you're getting the new... Skype So you're getting voice video, mm-hmm. screen sharing, um, oh, one nice broadcasting, uh, file sharing, the whole the whole shebang in one one application and I will say they've done a pretty good job of thinking through the user experience so um, pretty darn cool.
0: Awesome. Well, let's look at a couple of fun ones here on the way out the door. Uh, first of all, Coca Cola is using OLEDs to light up Ray and Kylo Ren's uh, lightsabers on the bottles themselves. Oop, I didn't click the thing first.
1: Yeah, but it's only in like Singapore, right?
0: Ah, oh, man, I'm not gonna see these on the IGA across the street.
1: There's it's something where you what like have to. What the hell? Not only that, but you it's like only in Singapore. You have to do something to unlock a certain code, and then go what? to like your local 7-Eleven and turn the code in, and then they give you the bottle.
0: What? They're not even on the shelf.
1: Uh, from I, a, I guess. I guess from an early thing that I read, and I, I, I think I may have read it before. It was like while before they were on shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, from what I read, it's like a limited edition, high end exclusive in a small country far, far away. <laughs> small country far, far away. A,
0: far, a small country far, far away that only my pro wrestling friends have gone to. Yeah. So if they're <laughs> so. over there. Well, I don't think anybody's going lately, but if they
1: were, I'd be like, hey, uh,
0: hey uh, can you get me one of these bottles? Okay. I was are like, you, if you're, are going, you allow- to, if are you you're going to
1: Disneyland and you can get your hands on the grenade, that's like the thermal detonator Coke and spray, yes. uh, pick those up. Those were going for like $8 an empty bottle at no way. Steel City Con over the weekend. Really? I almost bought them both. Jeez.
0: This is why I don't go to Steel City Con, because I'm not getting out there unscathed with my wallet. You're lucky you get real Coke at the IGA and not the knockoff. Yeah. Real real sugar Coke in the bottles. They got plenty of it. Not running out. Um also Mario Maker. I love the crazy stuff they come up with in Mario Maker, but uh there's some new additions. You remember uh, Zelda 2, how that was like a 2D affair way back in the day in like, you know, 1987. Mm-hmm. Um they added Zelda 2 Maker. To Mario Maker. I don't know why this site's uh, uh, loading so weird. But uh, yeah. They're, they're doing an update. Um, to it. the add elements of Zelda. And, and uh, Zelda 2. And you can create some Zelda 2 inspired levels. As part of this. You can pick up potions. There's a link. And it only works apparently in the. 8-bit Super Mario 1 edition. Um, graphicalized. Like I know yeah, you can kind of like swap up. You know. Two, three, four, and so on, right, mm-hmm. so uh, that is a cool addition there. I don't know why I have this on you. I don't know what's going on here. oh there, there now we'll show the people the the graphics, so some cool things going on there um, also, I think I had one more here that was kind of fun, uh, oh no, well, less fun, but more just hey, more t v for you to watch. uh, you still use plaques, I know you were you were back in the day, weren't you?
1: I was way back in the day, um. I think that was back when it was like X. It was kind of the built into XBMC. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not currently, and I'm thinking about. So I have a small farm of computers in the basement um, <laughs> that are looking for Did either
0: you see a, the them and eating grass. Yeah, either my either head.
1: looking for a new home, a new project, or the scrapyard mm-hmm. or the spice mines of Kessel. Um, so. I may actually build like a – I think they can make – you can build like a – it's like a NAS installation of like Linux where mm. it's pretty much just a home NAS and and um, and it runs Plex and a couple other things. almost like you can load Plex onto a Synology NAS. Um, I'm thinking about doing that with – I can get one of the big towers and get a ton of drives in there and stripe them mm. and kind of make it like a backup or central repository for stuff. Um, I may go that route, but I got to figure out, I literally have, I mean, it probably is over 18 inches high of drives that I need to go. That's one of my Christmas projects. I mean, but they're all different. It's like, there's laptop hard drives. There's the desktop hard you drives. You just have the drives. Are you, pulling, are you pulling them when you get rid of them? So sometimes I I would pull them when I get rid of them. I would pull mm. them when other people like were getting rid of something and they're like, do you want this computer? Yeah. And I'd be like, I'll take the drive. Like I, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. So because what I used to do is I used to get like large towers and actual PCI cards that you could plug in and would provide additional dr- drive mm-hmm. connections. Mm-hmm. And and I would install, like, Windows NT4 or, like, the lowest end of anything <laughs> that I could get. And I would just scrape all the drives so they showed up as one drive letter. Okay. And then I would just dump tons of crap on it and make it just, like, a storage Wow! Why? Wow. Um, so, I think I'm going to do that again. Um, I'm also going to build a Windows 10 I kinda, machine. I kind of need one of those here. <laughs> I'm going to build a Windows 10 machine. It's probably going to be pretty low end, but it's going to run the um i'm gonna i'm gonna start a bedrock server for minecraft okay. um so okay. like the minimum of that is like you need like a 2.4 gigahertz cpu it doesn't care anything about the gpu because it's just running the server you're not yeah. playing the game yeah you need a minimum of it just it's just a traffic like two or four giga ram yeah um so i think i have an older dell laptop that I'm going to be able to get away with upgrading to eight gig of RAM, throw a small SSD in it and let it sit in the corner and run Minecraft servers. Hmm. While I take an iMac that I found, I'm going to upgrade that to 16 gig of RAM. And so here's the problem. You can't run the latest windows, the latest version of Minecraft server where all of the new clients like the Xbox PlayStation, the Switch, mm-hmm. the iPad, they can't connect to it. You have to run the old Java based game, which doesn't run across all those platforms. So I need something in the house that we can connect to from all of those different things. So I have, to, it's only supported on Windows and Linux. Go figure. Another thing Microsoft took to Linux, but not Mac OS. Um, someone has figured out how to take, I don't know if you've ever heard of Docker and um, containerization. They've built Linux containers that will spin up in, like, a virtual environment on your machine. So I can actually run multiple servers simultaneously. And then I can spin them up, spin them down, back them up, push them in. Like, How that, many kids? I'm going to run that on the Mac. That's, that has, and I think I can actually get 32 gig of RAM in that. And it's an old 2011 iMac. Okay, so I can still access the memory from the bottom with the screws. Uh,
0: yeah, my 2007 are like maxed out at four.
1: So yeah, I don't know. About I'm reading on OW was it o- old Otherworld Computing that while it's wow. touted as maxing at 16, it'll actually address 32. Oh. Um, so
0: so so all this that you just said, how many how many Minecraft youngsters are going to get in, into networking and IT based on cr- trying to figure out servers?
1: Christopher's I don't probably a lot. Yeah, and. I mean, Christopher's five and I know he's not going to get a lot of what we're doing, but his whole thing is like, he gets the concept of, we're going to take apart a bunch of computers <laughs> to make one decent computer. Yeah. That's primary function is a Minecraft server and that's all he cares about. So I'm hoping it'll be but like maybe his in, first kind of, but maybe in five years, he's going to want to figure out how to do that, how himself. to do it himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and it's it's actually got me learning about containerization and or, like container orchestration. Wait, so
0: Minecraft is helping you learn things that you can take to your job at Big Bank
1: International right now? To one hundred and ten percent. Wow, wow. I mean, I mean, you're I'm going out and grabbing GitHub repositories, pulling stuff oh, down. Like the anyways, the point was Plex TV. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a hell that was a very good
0: sidebar. Um Plex is actually um they're gonna launch their own free movie and TV
1: streaming service. From within Plex. Yeah, and they're gonna have like the ad-based first, of course, but I think they're gonna have the first Game of Th- Thrones season on there. Are they? Getting, really? Yeah, yeah, they're getting some they're getting some bigger named content than you would think wow Um, from from what i was reading what do they have listed
0: here let's see they got an ad i'm afraid to play this because of copyrights but just looking at this i mean it's i mean there's some uh they got terminator team wolf right stuff yeah they got some pretty rain man i mean, at least like older stuff but i mean this this looks like a crackle list to me you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but not owned by everything owned by sony uh lord of war with Nicolas cage um is that the usual suspects i'm seeing so yeah, I mean it, it's it's pretty decent. So I guess if you're into Plex you get, and this is you know, hey, there. It's like turning on the TV on a on a um, mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, right? You know, I I just want want some something to watch. So
1: chilla. That's my. name. We
0: come to the end. I feel like I've done two podcasts tonight. We, we kind of have. We, well, I guess we kind of have. Yes. We did like a
1: like a like one and a half
0: one and a half podcast
1: tonight with with a switcher Straight. Reboot. What's that? With a Wirecast reboot.
0: With a Wirecast reboot, if for good measure. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, at Shilla on the Twitter.
1: Yeah, and hey, and I know we got a couple more episodes before the end of the year, but if you are playing Overwatch on the Switch or on the Xbox and are interested in playing with me, um, hit me up, because the winter um, event is going on, Winter Wonderland, and I will be running after... I think it's it's a three-week event. If you win at least nine games in the week, um, you get a bunch of stuff. Um, there's a lot of fun ones. There's a Yeti. There's a snowball fight. There's all kinds of cool stuff. So if you're playing, let me know. Um, reach out to me on the Twitters, and I'll get a hold of you with whatever handle on whichever machine you're playing on. But I, I play primarily on primarily on Switch, followed up by Xbox One. And I don't have it running on um, Windows anywhere, but yeah, hit me up.
0: Awesome. Go check it out again. We got uh, Pittsburgh Current will be doing their podcast, I believe, this week and next. Next week, we'll be having our end-of-the-year edition where we get to see how we did on our predictions for 2019 and looking at them. Maybe we'll look back. I heard one podcast already screwed up trying to look back on the decade and t- spend an hour on 2010. Uh, so <laughs> hopefully we don't fall to that with our, our methods. Uh, so we'll see how that goes so uh go check it out we'll see you guys here live next week uh with uh, the end of the year crew and like i said we got at least one special in the can for you over the holidays so we won't keep you hanging for two weeks here but we're gonna take a damn break that's for sure uh we'll see you guys next time you've been our awesome audience have an awesome week